caught me in my sinister moment wow hello listeners welcome to the Hobby i am your evil host kq dog <laughs> your evil host <laughs> and i literally just got a blessing at the start of this podcast and i need to respond to it so hello listeners this is episode 83 and Whitley is here. How are you doing, Whitley? I'm doing fine. How'd that ice cream mission go? It went well. It went well. It went very well. I liked it. It was, it's Jeremiah's. It just opened up down Brookshire by the Walmart. And I think it's black owned. Think, I think it's black on. Okay, that's beautiful. Well, there's a there's quite a few in Charlotte. There's one in Matthews and Morrisville, but they just opened one down on Brookshire. So I was like, let me go this place out. Mm. What type of like, ice cream? I want did you ice cream. Well, I got cotton candy with blueberry. Italian ice. Italian ice. It's an Italian ice. Yes, yeah, an Italian ice and a gelato place. So they mix. You know, remember Rita's? I do, but I've never been. It's like Rita's, like it's. But Rita's had custard. I didn't like their custard, so I just <laughs> got the Italian ice. What the hell? So I didn't try their gelato. They have pumpkin fucking pie. Italian ice. It was delicious, but I wanted cotton candy instead. You know, it's that time of the season where I get hyped up on pumpkin spice and pumpkin pie. Oh my god! You and my, my white mother. girl bag. You my and white my girl mother. bag. Yeah. And the holidays is my shit. As soon as fucking fall has pumpkin spice everywhere, I fucking love it. It's given in Christmas is the gingerbread cookies from Little Debbie. They finally bring their asses back out. See, my mom used to go crazy in the fall when all the pumpkin things was on sale. Pumpkin flavored everything. Everything, even the cereal. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, mom. Yeah, no, that 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 pumpkin spice Cheerios. I was not a fan of it. I'm sorry, I was not. Pumpkin spice Cheerios. Yes, my mom found. Yes, my mom found the most rarest, unique thing on this planet. But pumpkin spice flavored Cheerios. I remember them vividly because they look like Honey Nut Cheerios until you put water in it and it looks a little bit different. And then when you put it in your mouth, well, obviously it's on the box, duh. Wait, 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 wait. pause, 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 pause. Why are you eating cereal with water, Craig? With water? Who said water? You said fucking water just now instead of milk. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say milk. Excuse me. That was very... uh, Sorry. Craig, oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listeners. No, I, I have never put water in. No, 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 no. <laughs> put some no. water on that shit. No, no, no. We got milk. We always got the good milk. We got the good. This nigga said, when you put that shit in water, nah, water. What? Water. I ain't never been that poor. The point. <laughs> I eat that bitch dry before I put it in Oh gosh! Oh look, see, we got jokes today. I see we have a jokey, jokey day. We gonna have a fun day. I, I'll tell you that right now. But in this, in this pre-pod little segment of pumpkin spice, 
yeah, man, close your windows, lock your doors. If you have a girlfriend or a mom or auntie or a grandma that loves to fall, you better close all your fucking blinds. You better put everything because they're going to redecorate that shit. It's going to be leaves and pumpkins everywhere. Jesus. All right. We have topics today. Fresh out the oven. Fresh out the god dang oven. Let's see now. Are you a, are you a big UFC person? I am. I mean, I'm not well vetted in the fighters these days, but go ahead. I'm not either, but I'm 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 working on it. Like, okay. I I want to I want to find a hobby. Everybody's got like football or some shit, but my only hobby is Olympics and the swimming and track and field when it comes out. And that's almost every what four years. So I need to, I need a different hobby. Like I need something that everybody be like, oh shit, what's that come on? Like you know, but I want to see people beat the, beat each other's asses. I I would watch that. Yes, you have seen. Go ahead. So I am probably gonna like butcher their names. So Saturday, uh, the main event is lightweight. Uh. Fizzy, uh, motherfucker, F I Z I E V. Fizzy, bruh, I don't know. And Gamrock, I don't know who the fuck they are. Those are the main cards. That's who's. I have the list of who's playing for the next past weekends. I think so. playing. <laughs> don't start water. Don't fucking start. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? You right. <laughs> you come for me at all during this episode. I'm just like, all right, water. All, all right. right. All right. The so next weekend is Dawson versus Green. Hello, Green. How you doing? You little fine black man. Probably beat the shit out of me. And not in a way that I would like. He look abusive. I'm sorry. Anyways. Wow. Yusuf versus Barbos. Mm-hmm. And then the champion, there's a championship fight October 21st, the next weekend after that, with. Who the f- All right, who's. All right, I swear to God. And UFC, y'all motherfuckers are like ridiculous. I think they're the only sport classified where you gotta have the most ridiculous fucking last name in the fucking world. So she's referring to UFC 294, which is Makovich versus Olivier. Ooh, I butchered the hell out of that too. Olivieria. <laughs> Forgive us for butchering these names. These gentlemen are well trained fighters and their names are complex. It up. Their names are complex to where we apologize. But if you look on the UFC website, you can see all of these fighters and their last names in the upcoming fights. Most of these fights uh, that Whitley just talked about are going to be in October. They're going to be in Las Vegas. That is where UFC has a hub. They have a hub in Vegas. So um, it's not really those fights you just named weren't really UFC pay-per-views, but they're more so fight nights. Um, Those are things that are more lower tier than a pay-per-view, but the UFC 9, the UFC 294, which with Makovic, uh, that will be in uh, Dubai. No, that is not. Abu Dhabi. Excuse me. Abu Dhabi, United Arab. So, yes. Um, so yeah, that is the lineup for October. Now, since we're in this crazy UFC podcast podcast segment, I am interested in UFC 295, which my boy John Jones is going to be fighting. He will be fighting in New York, September, September, Saturday, November 11th. We are just fucking up dates and everything. This whole segment has just been sorry gentlemen we're so sorry to give you this type of platform we're just fucking up your names and the places you're gonna be in the times excuse us listen ufc fighters have to have the qualification of a fucked up last name to be a ufc fighter 
<laughs> see, 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 you talking shit. <laughs> the only, the only regular names on this list right now is Dawson and Green. You're being disrespectful. And Green looks like he could fuck me up, so I, I, I would be nice, okay? Being disrespectful, give these men and 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 the the, the surname of their fathers the respect that they deserve. The Oliveira, that nigga like he belong on in sync, okay? And the goddamn blonde hairdo. I'm glad this is how you introduce the UFC segment into the podcast. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna start talking about it more because I'm 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 gonna get into this shit, yo. Let me get into it. Y'all niggas got football, basketball. I'm talking about goddamn UFC fighters. Well, UFC is year round. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing, right? You know, you you could have a favorite fighter. Um, you know, the when you're up and coming and the UFC you you tend to take on more fights so you'll fight you'll have more fights in a year um per year once you start becoming a bigger name higher ranked um and more people like you when you fight that's when you start fighting less often you'll start only going to the pay-per-views or the bigger pay-per-views and you'll probably fight literally like if you're not the champion but you'll probably fight like twice a year That's why I'm like, because I watched the championship fight last Saturday. And during the Oakland, well, not Oakland, during that, uh, what was it? Colorado uh, State versus Colorado. I was watching it during that game. And the championship ended in a tie. And they gave it back to the championship person. Mm-hmm. Which, it was a female UFC fighter. Uh, female UFC fight. Okay. To me, yeah, it, it was def- to me it was definitely a tie, and I was like, mm. like this is, I was like, this is fun. Beat her ass, yo, beat her. See. Well, <clears throat> I do. Uh, I would like to have a nice little UFC uh, spice into the. Look at me saying spice into the sports segment i don't have a problem with that if anything you know all the names that i remember are either retired yeah or retired <laughs> so exactly um, so who the new niggas out exactly yeah so i mean but yeah that's that's where the fun that's where the fun begins where you start fight, finding your favorite fighter uh the more popular fighter versus the more um i don't know un- underrated fighter you know, there's just so many things that come with the UFC that anything can happen, you know, and, and that's not just for dudes. That's for females, too, because they have their own they have their own rankings. They have their own politics um, and that goes on with the UFC. So, you know, I know that girls who definitely have that same energy really has can definitely have their own conversations with female UFC fighters and who they think is better and why. And the same conversations men do. And it's dope when you have a fighter that you like and a fighter that someone else likes and they fight each other very rare that ufc boxing you know it's very rare when you want to when you want to get the fight you want to see but when you do you know especially when they're young that's when you'll really get the best moments in ufc that's when they'll really become household names and that's when they'll still that's when they start separating themselves from the pack so yeah it's, it's dope I just, yeah, I just felt like I want to get into some, I want to be like, hey, let me, I'm hosting a fight night, you know, because, you know, I plan, I want to host, I want to host a fight night and I want to host a poker night, even though I don't know how to fucking play poker like that, but I'm learning, I'm learning how to play poker and I'm learning UFC. <laughs> hey, yo, that ain't nothing wrong with that. I like, I like I feel, those two I, things. I feel like it's because... It could be. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. (laughs) This could be why. You know, when you. Mm -hmm. 
I'm typing it this way. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, uh, you think that's the reason? I think that's the reason. But I like I like seeing people beat each other's ass, but I think that's the reason why I'm in this poker and I mean I've always wanted to do but I'm who would I invite? But now I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this and hopefully I don't I hopefully I don't give it away. But I can resemble not no, I do not resemble that remark. But I understand the premise because I have also been exposed to such energy to where I have appreciated UFC and Cornhole. Cornhole's my shit, yo. They had that on the cruise, by the way. I love Cornhole. (laughs) I love Cornhole. There's a competition on the cruise. You know what's funny? I was in San Jose doing an event. Uh, no, I was not doing an event. Nia was doing an event. But I was there at the event. And they had co- competitive cornhole. There was a whole team with jerseys getting it in. And I was like, look at this shit. Look this at, is look wonderful. Like, because I know, like, I mean, not you and me, because we love cornhole. This is a cornhole-friendly podcast. But it's, I think Chelsea really, doesn't like cornhole. People be shitting on cornhole. And I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, why do y'all find think this? It's just you throwing a ball. I mean, not throwing a ball, but throwing like a, what is it? A beanbag or some shit? It's a beanbag, yes. You're throwing a beanbag into a hole. How's that fun? You shut your mouth. You shut, shut your up, mouth. Shut up, Chelsea. <laughs> you, you just mad because you don't know how to throw that thing in the air and let that thing slap on the ground. It ain't going it nowhere. Slide. <laughs> I don't know what you doing. See, 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 my slide, see, my slide game needs some work. I, I, I like to, see, See, this is the cornhole segment now. But see, what I like to do is I like to get the, I like to flatten it. You know what I'm saying? Like a pancake. You know what I'm saying? Get it flat, flat. You know, shake, shake it in the palm of my hand. And then once it's nice and as as flat and square as I want to, you know what I'm saying? I simply cock it back and throw that thing high, high. Get a real high arc. All right. Try to get it as close to the hole as possible. Pause. But when it hits. If it's if the flat part is in the hole enough, the gravity is gonna put it in there. Boom. That's the strategy. You need you to work on I'm your I'm not slide. a big slider. I don't like a big slider. Whitley can tell you about sliding. I don't do that. Yeah, you gotta slide that thing in there, in there. You gotta aim just right, level it just right. So when it hits the thing, it just cruises on in. Now give me the fucking slide and uh putt putt. That I ain't doing that shit. I'm passing the fucking hole every fucking time. See, it's crazy. I I like to live through two. Uh, uh, what is? It? It's not even like PGA. Well, it is PGA, but it's like it's it's basically golf 2K, and I have I play it, and I literally am. I'm not the goat yet. You know, I'm I'm over here facing Tiger Woods and them. I I gotta prove myself in the tournament, but. You know, I really play this game and my and my strong my strong suit as in this character is the putt game. So I can like I can putt from like 50 yards. You know what I'm saying? I'm like that. But in real life, <laughs> in real life, if I were to go to the putt putt gallery or the putt putt, you know what I'm saying? I I'm feel like in my, I feel like in my heart, I feel like if I really applied myself and focused in and honed in what I was doing, I would destroy that shit. I would destroy that shit, but we're not playing to win. We're just having a good time. So that's why I be looking crazy when I be hitting the shit. I don't care. I don't care. We don't care. We're I, probably. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't care. Like I was gonna say, like I, I don't think you can drink on the putt putt. You can drink at uh at Top, Top Golf though. No, you can drink at putt putt now. It's called it's it's a place called Puttery in Puttery. Charlotte. Yeah. Look, look, look at you shouting out businesses. You know what? I wanted to talk to you about that shit. I wanted to talk to you about that shit. See, we, we might not get on the topics because there are things that I want to address and I want to start with you, Whitley. What you talking about? I like going places. I went to Puttery for somebody's birthday. I love that you're going places. I'm glad that you're going places. I'm glad that you shouting out all these black-owned businesses on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I don't fuck you... with black-owned businesses. 
what the fuck Whitley what man no I I really don't I don't yes you it's overrated it's really overrated oh my god and they charge charge so fucking much like they charge worse than white people (laughs) I'm just saying yo you black old motherfuckers y'all charge an arm and a leg just because y'all black Whitley bruh take your ass to what the fries and you tell me I'm fucking wrong bro their prices yes it's called what the fries take your ass over there bruh I swear to god I didn't even like what I ordered I was so upset I spent $20 on it they like they're they're fries but they're you can get them made a certain way like I thought I was getting like I thought I was getting uh like a seafood type thing like uh what was it I think it was seafood I think it what the fuck was it I think it was like crab cakes it was crab cake like in hush puppy form though on top of my fries and shit $20 wasn't even that fucking big bro and it was trash like people hyped people hyped it up because it was black owned and I'm like okay let me finally go try it and after I tried it I was like I regret coming here I see why I don't trust black owned businesses I'm sorry y'all, <laughs> y'all they, they just do too much bro they really fucking do they do too much for the price that they want to charge for their shit because they fucking black owned and they know they ain't gonna find it nowhere else so they're gonna charge more they are fucking criminals they're fucking criminals and they should be <laughs> shot for what they do for their prices there's a black owned place that I want to go to so bad that's seafood but I know it's gonna fucking charge me an arm and a leg for a goddamn crab, crab cake burger and I just know it's not a burger it's a uh egg roll crab cake egg roll and they're fucking huge i know it's gonna be like 56 dollars because of how fucking huge it is and it's a food truck so it's even more expensive i guarantee you and what if it's delicious it probably is fucking delicious it fucking looks goddamn delicious but i just can't do it i can't take myself to a black old business and i know they're gonna charge me an arm and leg for that goddamn crab cake egg roll can't okay. I so, can't do it, man. My heart. So I will go to a white place. And get, really, you trust them with that? A crab cake egg roll? Yes. The Chinese people do it, right? You didn't say that. That's not what you said. Okay, well I go to Asian place then. Fuck it. And they charge you fifty six dollars for it. Fuck no, they charge me seven ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine. <laughs> I ain't never been over ten dollars. For a goddamn crag ragu. <laughs> nigga, that shit, nigga, we nigga, we got that shit on. We got that shit in whole style, nigga. We got that, we get that shit in nigga. We don't even we 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 make that shit. So we don't need to give you, we don't need to charge you that much, nigga, because we got so much of it. <laughs> no, you got that, bro. Have you ever but, had a crag ragu? No, I have not had a, had a no, I have not. Fucking but delicious. I'm, then they have the, like the sweet and sour sauce with it. Oh my fucking god crack yo to i've never spent over ten dollars to all you black owned businesses out there i will do your thing not, i will not say that whitley is 100 wrong what i will say is in terms of uh being a black owned business and using that as the primary selling point mm, the product and it, be- the it better be on fucking point. It better be on point. I better spend if I if I'm gonna spend twenty dollars on some fries covered in fucking crab and all that shit. You better make it on point. That shit was. I didn't even finish it, bro. Okay, so I, okay, I guess this is what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is I've been in Oakland, obviously, and I've been outside a lot. Whitley can attest, and. I've been to a lot of places where they have a lot of good stuff. I have a lot of good stuff, right? And I'm going to say food because I just love eating food. It's good out here. Um, there's a, it's a food truck. The food is very, the food is very good. Um, the people are dope. And they have Instagram. And they have, you know, a whole bunch what of... What you getting? Custom- what you ordering? What you ordering? 
Well, at the Afro Comic Con, I got some garlic fries and some catfish. How much they charge you? How much they charge you? They charged me. How much was that? Um, wait, 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 wait. How big was the catfish? Like, was it a whole catfish? Like, tell me, like, how they, how they cut it? Well, 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 well. The well, they had a whole bunch of catfish, but. It was uh he gave me a big piece and then he gave me like 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 catfish like nuggets type. Okay, 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 okay. Um and like tell me the price. Uh I cashed at it, so it was probably like I wanna say probably like I twenty dollars is a lot. I think it was like sixteen, seventeen dollars. Okay, that's the reason I was gonna say if it's not around like fifteen to seventeen dollars, uh I'm not doing it. But see, that's but that's the thing, right? I mean, black people, black black energy, black everything. It wasn't until I I'm not paying for the energy. I'm paying for the food. Well, what I'm saying is the food was very good, and the whole vibe and the price and everything was the quality. The, the product, the product in the business was dope. When I looked at Instagram, the oh, vibe. But the uh, see, when you're in a festival and people are around, people are eating and it's good food, and the, you have a good your, your food truck is the one that's getting the good food. People gonna linger around the food trucks, so and it's gonna be a vibe. So people okay, gonna yeah, see. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Now, now okay, now I understand. I so, forgot you so it was what, at a festival. So, so what? So what I'm saying is, it wasn't until I got on the Instagram and I looked at the bio where it said black owned. I said, oh. Well, duh. I just saw a whole bunch of black energy, and this is AfroCon. So, I mean, a lot of the, if not all of the businesses at AfroCon was black owned, right? So, prices, your quality, and then I'm talking about foods. I mean, obviously, there are other food trucks, other places you could have got whatever. And, you know, I, I had a craving for garlic fries. So, I just got the garlic fries because that was that. I really wanted the garlic fries. The catfish was really like some extra shit, you know? But, um, I would just say that black owned businesses do good business because, you know, we under there's an understanding and see, this is where Whitley, I don't know if your black businesses do this, but we do this over here. You get deals, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I get this and then if you get this and I'm gonna give you this and then this, you know what I'm saying? No, they don't do that shit. A bundle. Give me a bundle, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got to You ain't got to you don't have to lower the price for one single product. But if I like a couple things, then I think a bundle should suffice, especially if the price is a little pricey. But if you they definitely see... Either. Oh, well, well, see, then that's called negotiation. And see, this is where Black-owned businesses... When people say when I hear black owned businesses, not saying I just run to this, but if I see a black if I see a black owned business and there's things that I like, and let's just say I like a couple things, I will not feel as uh reserved to strike a deal not I'm saying fair. i want something low but i think i would feel more comfortable saying okay how about we try this and i feel like he ain't gonna look at me like what the fuck are you trying what do you mean how about this that for this and then he could be like hmm hmm it ain't gonna be like get the fuck out of my store your motherfucker no it's a black owned business. Let's talk business. <laughs> black man. Black <laughs> Let's talk business, black man. Black kid. Let's do this. <laughs> let, let, let's come on now. You know? So so I think I think when it comes and and to your point, and we're gonna end it on this, to your point, Whitley, when you do in when you are black and you are with and you are um trying to put invest in black business and black business ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing, as a black person, you have the you have the luxury to speak on it. I don't. I just don't trust the black-owned businesses here in Charlotte. Okay. Well, because when I no, because here when they say it's black-owned, everybody hypes it up because it's black-owned, and then when you go, it's like a huge disappointment. I haven't have been satisfied with a black-owned company yet. Maybe I just don't know it's black-owned. Like Cuzzo's Cuisine could be black-owned. I fuck with they shit heavy. Heavy the fucking lobster mac and cheese. I fuck with that shit heavy, but it's still pricey. So that's how I feel like it is black owned because they pricey as a motherfucker. A pound of lobster mac and cheese is like twenty dollars or a pound, and it's not even that fucking big. But I still pay it every fucking time. Okay. Because they be giving chunks of fucking lobster in that motherfucker. Well, I. I like this segment in totality because we have another journey for Whitley for her to get on the the 
let's find some black owned businesses in Charlotte to change Whitley's mindset because we are not going to have you not trusting black businesses Whitley that's just not going to happen out here now they're going to listen and not one or a couple apples are going to ruin the whole bunch because you're not 100% wrong but I'm just going to say that should not rotten your mentality of black business no let me see if Cuzzo's Cuisine is black owned give me one second that's fine as she does that, we can. You had something to say about me shouting out people, by the way. Oh, well, well yes, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was going to say after you just dumped that, um, you should start telling people that you have a podcast and listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say before you said that drivel. I was going to say, you'd be at places and talking to people. It would be amazing if, you know, you were like, you know, I have a podcast, you know. I could definitely, you know, talk that shit. You're a podcaster. Tell these businesses that you have a platform where you can get their business out there if they want to talk business. But you just, you just shit it on every black business in Charlotte. So I don't know if it's <laughs> right now. You shit it on all but the black businesses on Charlotte. Yeah, I think it says, because it's, they said, it's, I think it says, so, I do fuck with one black home. Shout out to Cuzzos, goddamn it. Shit. Them motherfucking lobster mac and cheese, bro. Y'all be getting my goddamn money. I don't even give a fuck. Every time. I fucks with y'all fish, too. They little seasoned fish. I fucks with that shit, too. Yeah, they got some good shit there. They fucking lemonade, though. Hey, yo, that lemonade. They got cucumber lemonade. Not I'm not fuck. I'm I'm yeah. I'm not a big fan of cucumber, and when I smell it, I'm like, Bleh. and it, like it's just the taste. Like I don't, I don't fucking know. It it be bad. Like and I know it's healthy. But you like the cucumber lemonade? Fuck no. <laughs> I was only bringing up their lemonade because it sends my fucking sugars like skyrocketing. It don't even they don't even give you that much of the lemonade. It's like in a like. Like, you know those uh, orange juice bottles like from like Burger King and stuff like that? You know how big those are? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like that big. And that shit that will send your sugar skyrocket. So... I feel like I would, I would go to a black-owned bakery before I go to a black-owned restaurant. Why? Oh, why? Why did I even ask that question? Why? Because I feel like black people make better pastries than they do fucking regular food. Yeah, I, I totally just ran up. To, why? Okay, nigga, what is? What do you? Oh my gosh! What I trust my about? grandma on any fucking pastry. Now you know you damn. They. Hey, the only reason I say that is because black black families pass down hella good desserts before they pass down regular like food you know what I mean mm. they like, do. My, my grandmother she she didn't pass it down so I don't have any of the recipes because my mother didn't really like to fucking cook so she never got the recipes the only recipe she's got is uh, the macaroni and string beans like my grandmother she used to collect snow outside and make ice cream with it mm-hmm when I, she would put a if it, they said it was gonna snow in New York, she would put a pot outside to catch the snow. Ice cream, that is some real ass shit. Mm. And everybody would talk. Everybody would talk about my grandmother's like desserts and all that shit. And I wish she would have passed that shit down to, like to my mother, even though my mother wouldn't have made the shit. But I wish it got written down somewhere. Mm, grandmama's desserts. Mm. Everybody had got that black that black grandmother that always knows got the desserts. Every black person got that shit. They know at least one grandmother in their family that be fucking it up in the kitchen. In a good way, not a bad way. Of course, of course. Hmm. I I hear that. That's true. That this is true. This is true. So I would go to a black owned bakery before I go to that part though i get you i understand that makes sense 
right. So they're going to be like, don't fuck up my dessert now. I'm teaching you, don't fuck it up. Because they will cut your ass out. Oh my gosh, over here getting calls in the middle of podcasts. Who would I know that I pod? Fuck. We out here got fans, I see. It's it's not it's Chelsea. She know what we doing. Exactly. She don't well, she, she don't she don't she don't she, she don't she's probably trying to talk about her love for soccer now. She got a love for soccer ever since she went to the game today. I mean I did the same shit like Ever since I went to a soccer game, I was like, bro, I need to come back. She was like 10 out of 10 to recommend. I was like, yeah, bitch, I just said I love it. Uh-huh. And she knows you like soccer. So that's probably why she called me. Well, I will see what that is about. Let's get back to the listeners and the things that we wanted to bring to their attention. We have talked a lot about the black family and the black cooks and the black businesses. I love talking to all about the blackness, black excellence, even though some of us can be better in black excellence. We still love you because we all we got. Now, uh, I don't even want to see. We don't talk about blackness. I don't even want to get on the goddamn shit I wanted to get on. because now We can, we can talk about all these black, uh, not black business, black people splitting up. I don't see... See, like Keanu Taylor and uh, what's his name? Iman Shumper. Now, see that there was a, there was a, there was a, uh, 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 there was a message that Tiana Taylor wanted to put out to the people regarding this because yes, people, it wasn't, it wasn't what y'all think it is, bro. It's not for infidelity. Please stop saying it. It was not infidelity. So let. Tiana Taylor tell you what it is. This is what she says. I quote, ah, ah. now too much, not too much on my bestie. In all fairness, Iman and I are separating and have been for a while. To be a thousand percent clear, infidelity ain't one of the reasons for our departure. We, we are still the best of friends, great business partners, and are one hell of a team when it comes to co-parenting our two beautiful children. Most importantly, we are family, and in our 10 years together, seven years married, we ain't never played with or about that. We just keep our asses out of group chats, LOL, which is the reason we've been able to successfully and peacefully separate without all of the outside noise. The only reason I'm even sharing this part of the chat is because the the narratives are getting a little out of hand and it's just unfair to all parties involved. I hope this provided some clarity for y'all. Okay, Ante taking y'all back out the chat. Bye. End quote. So, some people can just bow out gracefully and still be together. It's just not married. You know, these type of dynamics exist. It doesn't have to be malice intent. It doesn't have to be a reasoning that someone did the other person wrong. You know? Yeah, look at look at Nick Cannon. He got all them big brothers. And unity is among his kingdom. Exactly. Ain't nobody fighting for keeps. Everybody got what they want. Exactly. Exactly. Now, what Remy got? What Remy got to say though? Now, this is where things get a little bit divisive. This is where things get a little bit divisive. After holding, after six years being together, Pat Poose and Remy Ma are allegedly no longer together. She's rumored to be dating a younger man a battle rapper named Easy the Block Captain. Now, the reason why this rumor and this alleged breakup is so egregious to people is because Pat Poose is known as a man who has held down Nuri Ma while she's in jail. This is so interesting that we bring this up because, Whitley, this is exactly what you are speaking to. Pat Poose is one of the men who has been holding down Remy Ma while she's been in prison. Oh, yeah. Held it down, too. And that's since... that's that's test right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get passed oh, up by a newcomer. 
<laughs> you pass food, Joe. I'm fucking dead. Oh, shit. Oh, and that, shit. Look, you see your future? Do you see your future? Get passed up by a newer model. I told you to have a six years. What you gonna do to me, Kay? Go get a young nigga. Is that what you gonna do to me? This what you gonna do to me, Remy? You gonna choose me for a new nigga that's younger? I held you down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. You fat balls, yo. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am so weak at you. I am fat poos. But yeah, um, yes, um, yeah, that is some that is an alleged that is alleged rumor. That is what people are saying. No one knows if it is true. That is <laughs> fat poos. Cass, what you feel in your heart? You papoose, so you know you know is it true? <laughs> what papoose feeling right now? <laughs> what would you what do? You feeling? <sighs> what would you do, Black King? What would you do? <laughs> How would you feel? You held her down. You never did anything to deserve this, papoose. What you do, Cass? How you gonna flip me and Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, listen, man. I, listen, you, you know what you're getting yourself into. Of course you're gonna be hurt because that's just if if we're playing into this whole little thing, uh I my feelings will be hurt, but at the same time I know that I was loyal. I know Trash. That I was, Hell no, nah, I ain't taking this answer. I ain't taking I, this answer, yo. I know that I was loyal. What, what, what that got to, to do with anything? What, what I'm supposed to say? What I'm supposed to say? I, I'm, I'm gonna go to the strip club and just throw throw money at a bunch of bitches. What I'm supposed to say? Supposed to cry Maybe. in the fucking closet and listen to R. Kelly? No. That bitch did you dirty, guess. She traded you for a newer model. Well, I gotta remind myself that I'm still him. That's the only the thing. On. That's the only thing a man can do is is just is just remind him and be loyal. Lo- be the loyal one. Oh, oh, you so special because you so loyal. And where look and look at where it's gotten me. Exactly. Lonely. What a child. Don't they got a kid? They got a kid, don't they? I don't know. That are they are they might. I think when she got out of jail, she was pregnant. She became pregnant. Yeah, I bet she did. I bet she did too, Papoose. I bet you would know. Wow. Nigga, you held it down. You held it down for six years. Of course you're going to put a baby in that motherfucker. (sighs) Ain't no conjugal visits. Wow. Well, shout out to Papoose. Hope, uh, hopefully that this is a rumor and let's just say if this did happen that if this did happen then their separation is on the same level as Iman Shumpert and Tiana Taylor Grace they gracefully bowed out together you know I feel like being messy yo I'm, I'm real messy today We this is a mess I don't give a fuck about your topics today I make them all what 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 are you going to say to disrupt and put more chaos than you already caused? How you feel about the song that I just put as my name? I don't give a fuck. Who who's who who did that song? T Grizzly and Chris Brown and uh Mariah. Oh, uh, I uh. How you feel about I, that song? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't love I, it. I, I didn't I didn't get the chance to really listen to it. For real, for real. I fucking love it because it reminds me of someone. I'm like, that is that nigga. Like, he would say this shit to me. Hmm. I mean, he did say this shit to me. And, you know, apparently I didn't give a fuck either. Well, I have to go back and play it back and give you a, uh, I have to listen to it and give you a deep dive. So the only reason I, the only reason I brought it up is because I just listened to it before I, I joined in. So 
Chris Brown did not have to say, I don't give a fuck the way he did. <laughs> I'm just saying. He, he put too much emphasis on, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hmm. Did he now, or did he put the right amount of emphasis? He put the right amount. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, I swear, whatever nigga that fucks like the uh, whatever nigga that is like that type of nigga that they describe in the song, he's going around this year singing it just like Chris Brown. I guarantee. You. He's singing I don't give a fuck the exact same way. So he probably gonna be in the background like Alexa. Play I don't give a fuck. Cue my thing. Exactly. That, bruh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If I was the same Whitley, that would be my theme song. Cue my theme music. I'm sorry. <laughs> So you think if you I was think, still go ahead. What? No, go ahead. If I was still in a, if I was still in a relationship that I was in, that would be my motherfucking song. So I'm guessing this song is Uber Toxic. Hella toxic. If I was that same with me. Not the same. If I was the same with you, I'd call that nigga immediately. And be like, because I never noticed, like, in the song, there's a part in there where T. Grizzly, T. Grizzly be like, why you answer the phone, though? Exactly. Why did you answer this phone call? Because if you was loyal to your nigga, you would never answer this goddamn call, period. Because you already know what fucking time I'm on. I call you for one motherfucking reason. And it's to blow that goddamn back out. So why why are you answering this call? If you so loyal, like you say, Mariah the scientist, why you answer this call? Mm, you asking the real question now. Cause I because when he said that, I was like, God damn, why did I answer this goddamn call? I know why I answered. Cause you ain't loyal. Not to that nigga, I wasn't. Huh. Well, it sounds like it sounds like Chris Brown done did it again, and he, he and did. he's speaking and he done speaking the truth about you women and what y'all really be saying, but what y'all really mean when y'all saying it, how it's not, it's bullshit. That nigga, okay, so he, how it goes, he, he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> why, why? Nigga, <laughs> Bruh, he hit that, he hit the hell out of that note. I don't give a fuck. Like, why is he singing it like this? <laughs> he's that one nigga in every girl's phone. Okay, let me, wait, let me rephrase this. I'm letting y'all know. Y'all niggas in a relationship. There's that one nigga in that bitch's phone that's not going to get deleted. I'm letting you know right now. Oop. Oop. Uh-oh. Every bitch got one. I'm letting you know right now. And you will never, you will never know about him. You will never know. That nigga in my phone right now is on hide alerts wow you know I have a question um no I, mean, I, I got a few question. niggas in, I got a few I got I got quite a few niggas in my phone that's on hide alerts see I was gonna say this is something that you could speak to when it comes to the women you know get more women on the podcast get more women listeners but then at the same time no I don't think that would be the best way I don't think you want to just have all the women sabotaging themselves in that way don't be giving out the game like that gotta put it gotta put yeah I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm sorry ladies I, I did give out the game you, you... A phone. I'm letting y'all know I'm helping the niggas out there's a nigga in the phone 
that's the goddamn devil on the shoulder. I promise you. And how Chris Brown says, I don't give a fuck. That he don't give a fuck. See, he don't give no fucks about you. He does care. He don't. Cash, you don't give a fuck about no no other nigga. Oh, you that nigga. You you that nigga too. Wait, wait. That's your theme song too. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's you. (laughs) That's you. No. You speak about the whole loyalty and this all that shit, but you you that nigga. See, this is where Whitley Whitley talks about a version of me that doesn't exist anymore. Or or that version still exists. It's dormant. I'm sorry. It's, it exists. It all. It, it exists. It's, but it lurks under his skin. It's dormant, and see, it's like um, I don't know. It's like once you've like, if you're a wolf in sheep's clothing, then you could tell who's really a sheep and who's really another wolf. You know, because you're actually I'm a wolf. wolf. Like. If you're a wolf in sheep's clothing, then the sheep think you're a sheep because you're sheep and well, you're a sheep, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. But if you see another wolf in sheep's clothing, then I see you. You, you don't fool me. Why don't exactly? Because I'm, I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, nigga. We both. I see you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think nigga. I will expose both of us right now. I think. I think a certain someone thinks I'm a sheep. Well, good. That's what, that, that's what you're supposed to be. You are. Mm. Yeah, mother. See, that's the problem. See, when you are a wolf in sheep's clothing, you have to be so much into character that that's you really have so to be. So into character. But see, that's where you have to be. You have to be so good at that that you literally forget that you're a wolf. Like, bro, I'm a sheep, bro. Bro, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing, bro. What are you, bro? Look at me. I am a whole sheep. I'm a whole I, sheep. I love you. What are you talking about, bro? Like, are you serious? There's, right no, now? there's no one else. See, 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 not, not, not me. You, you putting too much on it now. See, S- certain, certain lines can't be used anymore. If anything, if you use those lines, that's, that's the first line that you're lying. There is no one else. I wish a motherfucker would, nigga. Do you know that's the line that everyone says that literally knows but what that if it's there are true, other though? people? Huh? But what if it's true? Well, that's where trust has to be a big factor. I, and if and if and honestly, truly, I am saying what I just said before. But if you truly do, if I truly am the number one, then I trust you. I have no reason not to trust you. See, that's the thing. That's People, true. people's trust is weird nowadays. You have my un, un. Un, unadulterated, unpure, genuine tr- trust. You have 100% of my trust. You have 100%. There is no reason for me not to not trust you. Until you do something untrustworthy. Then it's, exactly. then that's where that's where the gauge goes down. But not so much to where it's like, I don't fuck with you. It's like, shit happens. But, and everybody, nobody stays at 100. But at the end of the day, trust depending on how you use it in your actions, if you say, trust me, or you, you don't have to say trust me, you could just say something. I'm not going to question you. I'm going to trust you. Listen, the wolf wants to come out eventually. And I, feel, I, I know, I really do feel like the wolf is going to come out eventually. I don't, know, I don't want that to happen. See, the beauty of, the beauty of it, Whitley, is when you're, when you're a sheep in wolf's clothing, you don't have to really worry about finding the right person because the right person is going to see you and you're going to see the right person because you're like, you know, you both, you both are in this case, wolves in sheep's clothing <laughs> or, or you can, just, I don't want to be uh, with a wolf. I want to be with a sheep. Wow. Well, uh, you need to, you need to, then you ain't no wolf then. You're a sheep too. No. No, see, the wolf is there. Nah, see, then, then, then you, you, then you are not living out your truth. You need to be honest and tell that sheep you're a wolf then. No. Oh, then you're living a double life. See, look at you. You're not even honest with yourself. 
Listen, all I'm gonna say is this. I just I just don't think he know how dirty I can do him. Well they well he shouldn't. And I don't I don't present that to him. You and you shouldn't. There is no reason to do that. You have no reason to show that side of yourself. I don't. Let's not wish a nigga would just so you could. You know, and that's my thinking right now. That's why I haven't done it. Well, good. Self-control and discipline. But boy, do I want to. Ego, pride, nothing productive, but just self-stroking your own whatever, your own demons. No need for none of those things. And we have fucking went over an hour. We ain't talked about half the shit I wanted to talk about. God damn it. I want to talk about sports. I want to talk about football. I want to talk about all this shit. And look at you that dead. It's fine. This is what happens on the road to 100. We get sidetracked. But sometimes the sidetrack is necessary because, you know, we just, need to, we just need to talk about shit. Willie ain't been on for a little bit. Um, Cam, obviously, was not here this whole podcast again. Um, listeners have oh. been wondering where you have been, Cameron. They have been wondering. And also, I have also been told that Dylan is a very nice voice to have on the podcast. That he has some listeners that fuck with his opinions and fuck with his, uh, his stance on things. So, yeah, man, definitely, uh, you know, Dylan, shout out to you, man. You've been doing your thing on the podcast a couple times with Cam. And I just want to say, if I'm bringing up Cam, bringing up Dylan. So, yeah, man, shout out to both of y'all. Hopefully y'all get on the pod. Mainly you, Cam, because you know what it is. Uh, anything else I have to say? Anything else I have to say? This is the last segment because we're ending out on this. Um, YouTube is still in process. Okay, the boys in the back literally didn't literally didn't pod the last episode last Wednesday because we're trying to get these podcast episodes on YouTube and so much shit going on. So all of the regular episodes, as much as they have been going in chronological order, some podcast episodes are not there because they just a fucking annoying process to generate them. But you can easily listen to them on Spotify, Apple Music, all the other ones. But YouTube will have all of the podcast episodes. And uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast family. YouTube, hi, hi YouTube. Welcome to the High Data Podcast family. So, yeah, man, um, we just got a lot of shit going, a lot of shit moving, a lot of shit shaking. I hadn't even talked about what I'm doing off of this shit. Like, there's some other shit, but that's another podcast for another day. Yeah. Anything else we got to go before you go? Oh, uh, probably won't be in tonight. Uh, I'm going to be going in the studio tonight. I'm going to be recording some music and uh, doing some... Uh, at the place? At the place, yes. So I will end this with... I will end this in the beginning because that is why I was laughing in the beginning of this podcast episode. I was laughing because Max just asked me while I was starting the podcast if I could come to the grill to help. And I was about to say, hey man, I have a podcast, can't do that right now. But I said, what time? Just so I can leave a room for something. You know, I don't like to just close out opportunities. I like to expand them as much as I can before I say yes or no. So I said, what time? He said 10 to 3. I said, God damn it. The fuck? That's a long time. I just need you to watch a client. And I was like, huh. Huh. Well, as long as it doesn't, as long as it doesn't interfere with my podcast and I'm not doing anything, then... I don't see a problem, but I do want to go home. Hmm. I'm thinking all these things. And as I'm thinking all these things, he texts, you can record while you're in there. I said, oh, oh, you can record your music. You can record while you're in there. I said, oh, I said, oh. and do I have to smoke outside? No, nah, you can smoke inside. Oh, 
I, we just need someone to be, we just need someone to watch the client from 10 to 3. But you, you're, you can do whatever. I said, okay. And that's where the evil laugh came from. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I don't know, guys. Life, just life. Things happen. Opportunities come spontaneously. And, you know, hey, KQ just be, hey, literally, literally happened at the beginning of the episode. So, yes, I'm going to go to the studio and I'm going to watch this client, whoever he or she is or they are. And I'm going to be recording some music from 10 to 3. And I have a lot of music to record, to be honest. So Apex got this new thing going on right now. What is that? Oh no, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I don't, I gotta look at it. All right. Well, we will rendezvous again, episode eighty-four, and we will be on topics. We have things to discuss. Football is a must, so we must stay on top of them and on top of the teams that we speak on and other things that are happening in the world like aliens, but we're not going to get into all that because we missed it, but it's fine. We will come back. That is what the Road to 100 is all about on the Hideout Podcast. I am your host, K-True Dog, and we are out. Peace.